Back in here on a Tuesday, fourth and final hour. It is time for Top 4 Tuesday in college football, where we tell you who we believe would be in the college football playoff at this very moment of the season. These colors don't run, boys. What um what what week are we looking at when the playoff show comes? It's oh, next week? I think, week? Two, I think two, weeks? two weeks, yeah. I'll double-check on that. Um, but yeah, generally it gets to week eight or nine, and we are entering week eight this weekend. Can you believe that? Already. Time flies Already. when you're having fun. So I would say this, uh, and I'll give you my four. You guys give me yours as well. Uh, I am on the outside of Wisconsin. Like I, I know a lot of people are buying into Wisconsin right now. I would keep Wisconsin and Oklahoma out at this very moment. Uh, I think you can make the case for LSU number one, Ohio State number one. I would still have Bama, Clemson, LSU, Ohio State. And I know Clemson hasn't looked great. I, I just can't get past the concept, and this is the way I would do it, who do you think would win on a neutral field yeah. if they played today? Yeah. I can't picture Wisconsin beating Clemson on a neutral field. Like, like, do you think Wisconsin would go into Death Valley and do what Florida did this weekend? Offensively, no. There's no chance. Defensively, I'd like to see them play against I, some of these I teams. agree, but there's no chance that Wisconsin goes in there and Jack Cohn throws the ball the way Kyle Trask did. And and that's a that's a backup. They're, they're, the receiving core for Florida is better. I, I just... I've got Wisconsin at ten, so I don't even have them in the conversation. I think okay. Penn, I think Penn State's better in the Big Ten than than Wisconsin. They have better athletes. They get more guys in space. Equally good on defense. Better quarterback. Um, coaching staffs are about the same. But can't wait to see what Wisconsin does against Ohio State in a couple of weeks. Could, is going to be a great game. Um, I, I have the same four. I've got Alabama one, Clemson two, LSU three, and Ohio State four. Those would be my four. I'd have Oklahoma at five. I actually have Georgia at six, but I think there's a drop off. After Oklahoma, the big thing to keep in mind with Oklahoma this weekend is they beat Texas with defense. That's something we have not seen from Oklahoma in quite some time. Nine sacks on Sam Ellinger. They held him to 2.8 yards per carry, like like four and a half yards per pass attempt. I mean, they did a great job defensively, and we haven't been able to say that a lot about Oklahoma. So that's the argument this past weekend for Oklahoma. So are you buying is, now the fact that they have an offense and a defense? I, no, they're still 52nd in the nation in, in defensive efficiency against the 52nd best schedule. They're still not – they still have not – they've played one really good team. And, and granted, they looked very good defensively against Texas. I don't know if that's good enough to stop Justin Fields or, or you know, or Tua or Trevor Lawrence or, or even Joe Bur- in, or Joe Burrow. So I still need to see it from Oklahoma defensively before I pick it. So Ohio State's in, LSU's in, Alabama's in, and Clemson's in. Um, I, again, I Clemson's won 21 straight games, and now they're motivated because they're being disrespected. I, I that's not a good recipe for the rest. They just beat Florida State by four or five touchdowns like that without even without even trying. They they just breeze through Florida State and and so that's their Clemson is their whole goal is to be in fifth gear by by December and and they're they're trending in that direction. Um, go ahead, Mister Big Ten. It, it, How many it, Big Ten teams did you get to top listen, four? Three. It's, Ohio it's, State one, Wisconsin two, Penn State three, Alabama four. It's I'm just looking at what I've seen from each one of these teams, the top five or six teams, and to me. Um, Ohio State. Um, it, you can flip a coin between Ohio State and Alabama, um, but I'm gonna keep Alabama at one, O State at two. Um, because wrong that, with that? Because Alabama, to me, they started off two, um, and you know I think Ohio State has has from top to bottom, both sides of the ball, they've proven they've proven to me that they are the number one team. But, you know, I'm I'm going with Bama. I'm going with Ohio State. 
uh, LSU at three, and then Wisconsin at four, uh, Clemson, and then Oklahoma. Uh, what Wisconsin is able? To, what Wisconsin? And then they they will get tested because I think they got old state this week or next week, um, and then Penn State coming up, I believe. But what they've done from a defensive standpoint is they're number one in the nation. Is, is remarkable. Yeah. They have shut people down. And four shutouts. They are not. I mean, their offense is not this high power juggernaut type of offense. They run the ball very effectively. That offensive line blocks really well, and they play a pressure type defense that makes it very hard for teams to get going. Um, I just think right now you have two teams from the Big Ten. You got a team from and two teams from, uh, from the SEC. And that are my top four. Let me ask and you I guys think right now. Those are the two. Those are the it, the four best if, to me. Those are the four best. If teams. Wisconsin and Clemson played today, who would you pick to win? Neutral field. Come on. No, but listen. I'm, I'm, you I'm really t- think Wisconsin would give them a run? I am looking at their defense, and the way their defenses play, and the way they've run the football. I agree. They but would give Clemson you, a but run. But you, you think they could? Do you think that they could slow down Higgins and Ross and ETN? That offensive speed at the skill position? Because you don't and, see that in the Big Ten. North Carolina did it, except for Ohio no, no, State. North Carolina did it, and they lost. Lost by one point or two points, whatever. They did it, but they lost. So, but the thing is, y'all make it seem like Wisconsin, who has the best defense in the country, can't do it. Well, so I guess my question then is also a larger question for what what is what do we want from the committee, right? And if we want the committee just to specifically look at, like, margin of victory and quality of opponent, right, which is sort of your resume, then you could argue Wisconsin's wins over Michigan State and win over Michigan, you know, was probably on par, if not better. They than, shut out both teams, I think. Well, 14 points for Michigan. Well, but, Michigan had 14. But the but, but point is they dominated them, right? They dominated the way they played in their two toughest games. They dominated. And Clemson, in its toughest two games— against Texas A&M and North Carolina did not dominate. And that's fair that, that Wisconsin has been more dominant. Clemson has played the number 42-ranked schedule in America. Wisconsin's played the 49th-rated schedule in America. So they're about the same from a strength-to-schedule standpoint. Clearly, one has been more dominant, Wisconsin. There's no question. But clearly, one has better players, and that's Clemson. And so how do we? what do we want the committee to do? Look at just how you've played in the games you've played or try to – Figure out who the better team is. And if you believe, Derek, that if they were playing right now that Wisconsin's the better team, then I got no problem with people putting Wisconsin in the playoff. But I think it needs to come from a place of saying, I think this team is better. Like right now, I would take Georgia over over Wisconsin head-to-head. I would take Georgia to win that game. If I had to put everything I own down, I'd take Notre Dame over Wisconsin. I would take Penn State over Wisconsin. Notre Dame over Wisconsin, huh? I I would – Penn State – Penn State has far better athletes in space, and they get them the ball, and their quarterback is more dynamic. Like, I just, you have to now be able to throw the football down the field to win playoff games. You, you can't be a, a one dimensional team and win playoff games. Let me see if you guys agree uh-huh. with this. Could you envision Big Ten right now? They've got three teams in the top seven that are undefeated. You've got Ohio State at four, Wisconsin at six, Penn State at seven, all unblemished. Mm-hmm. We've only ever seen two teams from one conference make the playoff, and that was the SEC with Bama and Georgia. Could you see two Big Ten teams making the playoff? There's uh, no chance Clemson misses the playoffs. If Clemson, no yeah, if Clemson goes undefeated, they're not missing the playoffs. Um, Could Bama, Clemson, and two Big Ten teams make it? Could that sure. be your four? 
It'd be hard, yeah, but sure. Yeah, you can. So, um, well, but they're going to knock each other off. No, because so here's what would have to happen then. Um, you'd have to have Penn State, like whoever wins the Eastern Division. This is where you get complicated into the, the, the college football arithmetic, right? Wisconsin has to play Ohio State, so they can't play them a second time. If they play them a second time, unless Ohio State's undefeated at, at 12-0 and when they play in the Big Ten title game, and then Wisconsin beats them, and they both are 12-1, and then maybe they both could get in. But what you need is you need what happened with Alabama and Georgia, which is Ohio State to go 11-1 and mm-hmm. or Penn State to go 11-1, and finish second in the division, not have to play Wisconsin. But since Ohio State's already beaten Wisconsin, Wisconsin comes back and beats Penn State, and all of a sudden Wisconsin's 12-1. and Their only loss is to Ohio State. Ohio State's 11-1 and but didn't win the division. It's exactly what happened to Bama and Georgia. It's just going to be very hard for that to happen. Oh, by the way, with Oklahoma playing football, too. Like yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma is, would have to lose. I don't uh, think a second Big Ten team gets in over Oklahoma. And I don't think, unless Oklahoma lose in their title game, I don't think they will be left out. But Which they, is possible. But, but, again, from what I've seen, this has nothing to do with last year. This has nothing to do with what, what may happen, you know, three or four games from now. The top teams have been – from what they've done is is Alabama, Ohio State, Wisconsin, and LSU. And, you know. Wisconsin's been dominant. Clemson hasn't been dominant. They've won, and you expect them to win, but they hadn't been dominant. Well, only in the one game. This is the difference. So if you're going to talk about Clemson's struggle against North Carolina, then you have to talk about Wisconsin scoring 10 points against Northwestern because they struggled big time against Northwestern at home. A Northwestern team that's lost four games. Yeah, absolutely and, right. And they only, and they had, and they needed two defensive touchdowns to win that game, and it was twenty four to fifteen or whatever. Like two that was defensive a, touchdowns. A team that that so. the defense is the number one defense rank, number one defense of the country. My, my point is they've been dominant against everybody else. Clemson's been dominant against everybody else, mm-hmm. and they both have one game in which they struggled in conference. One, Clemson was on the road against North Carolina. Wisconsin was at home against Northwestern. They have very similar resumes. But I their think resumes their are defense, very similar. I think Clemson, Mina, I think Wisconsin's defense has shown their dominance more than 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 Clemson's defense. And based on Clemson's that, fifth in the nation, Wisconsin's first. Well, that again. It showed both pretty Wisconsin easy. has been more dominant. Um, and and I'm not going to just throw Clemson in there just because they won the championship last year. And that's not what I'm that's not what we're doing and either, by the And it might shake out to be something else toward the end of the season. I don't know. But right now, th- those are my four teams. Jack so, Cohn or Trevor Lawrence, who do you want? Well, I mean, if it was Alex Hornibrook or Trevor Lawrence, I'd go Hornibrook. But it's Cohn, so I'm going <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> By the way, Hornerberg played. I think he got some spot start duty against getting Florida some snaps State. for FSU. He got some start against Clemson this past weekend. Here, by the way, here's a did you know? Did you know that Florida State actually has 41 four and five star recruits to Clemson's 40? Um, that's not surprising. That's about <laughs> right. Florida State recruits at that level. Their coach is not doing a good job right yeah. now. Yeah, I would say Willie Taggart stinks. Pretty much. All right, Chris Mason at the bottom of the hour. The constable's peeking through the window. We'll come back and uh, take some calls. If you want to jump in on our college football playoff discussion, 737-1025. We're back after this on Morning Drive. Yes, indeed. You picture it back in the day. It's 1983. Smotown? Derek Mason, Pork and Bean Jones. They're in gym class with their, su- with their Sunday shoes on. With their Sunday shoes on, they're, they're doing the locomotion. The wing tips. No, we got to play this though because the constable yesterday went to the gym. 
And the constable was doing some constable exercises. He was bench pressing the bar, which is 45 pounds, grinding out five sets of five. <laughs> he was doing cardio. Did he, did he put, what you said he put the five pounder on there? I don't even know. That, maybe just the clips. Just, just, just the bar? Just, just the, the clips. Oh, the yeah. Cl- yeah, you got to put the clips on <laughs> yeah. there just to keep the weight on. Safety first. <laughs> he said he was grinding out. Dude, here's the question. D, you, you could throw up 225 right now, right? Yeah, I mean, oh, man, it hurts, though. Like a couple, a couple times or like yeah, ten a couple times. times. Hell I, no, I ain't lifting that damn. Thing I could probably, times. I could probably throw it up a, like once or twice. Couldn't get know. it up today. You couldn't do it. No. What would, what would Chase's head do? Explode. It would pop. <laughs> yeah. It would fall off and roll down the. <laughs> Are we being? Is this mean spirited? <laughs> no, because he brought it up when he, and during a break. He brought up with you know him. But get, getting back in the gym. He said he said you got to start. I am somewhere. not offended. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. Start somewhere. And I respect the guy getting started, man. Hey. I think that's a good positive. True, true story. If I threw a forty-five on each side right now and did one thirty-five, I would probably struggle to get to ten. No, you could do that. I think I'd struggle. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't work do out like that anymore. I mean, I don't. I just either, do old man cardio now. I'm just naturally I strong. Wrong I guess. With old man like cardio. I just do like one mile on the elliptical, Ain't watch no, Sports Center, and then no, go in no, the sauna. No, 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 that's Stillman cardio. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's Stillman yeah, gotta, does. If you're gonna do cardio, if you're gonna walk it, do more than one mile. And and you gotta run, like just go run, like don't. Yeah, I mean, I'll put it on like 6.0. I'll do a mile, so and then I, I just go into the steam room. I have changed. Uh, I have changed. Right, like I used to do like five Ks, like three mm-hmm. and a, three and a half miles or three point one or whatever it is, as like my workout. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped doing that. I was like. The dog can't take it anymore. He's getting a little old, so he won't be able to make it all three and a half. I do like two miles, and then I do like light, weight, like really like Chase McCabe weights. Mm-hmm. I do like the the really light weights because it's all about it's all you know it's all about core and calisthenics and yoga. And, but you so run outside about, on the concrete still, right? I, I, which is way better for your knees than, than that's better than the for treadmill. your knees. Yes, way better really? than the treadmill. But I learned how to run. You like you run on the balls of your feet so that your leg acts as a coil. You got to learn how to run. If you run on your heels, you're always going to have back problems. I, I learned that about eight years ago, and I switched how I ran, how I run, and it changed everything. But I stopped doing the lengthy runs, and then you do a little bit more weights, a little bit more core, you know, resistance workouts. Like this is all Derek stuff, isn't this all? Isn't this hey, all listen, stuff you I do? Get, like, I get on the treadmill to warm up for a mile. Um, I walk though. I put the incline at about you know five so, six. So muscle. I put the incline about six, and then I walk at about a four point five pace. Because what you got to understand, walking, running, you're still going to burn the same you're, amount and of you're calories. You're stretching yeah. out your muscles while you're exactly. Getting ready. So I walk it and I jog it a little bit, but I'm on that old man. Uh, what what is your work, too? What does your workout then consist of after you do? A, oh, it's just a mountain a, climber. I it, it it upper body, lower body, full body. Mixed with cardio. But you still go running. hard on the weights, though. Not too hard, man. Light weights. Looks like you go hard. Light, yeah. light weights, high reps? Yeah. I mean, that's the smart yeah. way to but do it. But it. it depends. Some days I go, you know, heavy with not as many reps, but then some days I go light with more reps. I just want to stay toned. Maybe you can use Matt LaFleur for some motivation when you yes. go to the gym. Jeez. I can't. Hey, that is a great team win. We started fast. We said we wanted to start fast. We started fast. And you know what, fellas? We stuck together. We stuck together and we got the job done. So hell of a job. Congratulations, you guys. Hey, understand. Understand this is a process and we gotta keep building. We gotta keep building and get better each and every day. All right, but enjoy the win. 
all right, and get your mind right for another battle here next week versus Denver, all right? So enjoy it. Be ready to go next week, all right? Hey, hey, hey. All right. Congrats, Coach, on your first home win and all that. Yeah. Wait, we got determined. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta be determined. Hang on. You guys sold this to me like he was gonna sound like some prepubescent teenage he child. He did sound like a teenage child. No, you know child. what he sounds like? He sounds like the leader of the NFC North is what he, he sounds, sounds like. He sounds like a child. Five and hey one. Guys, good job, good job, good job. You guys play fast, you guys play. Yeah, you guys' voices are guys, way higher. You gotta be determined. You gotta be determined. We can be we can be the Lions anywhere. I got my first win of the season, everybody. He got his fifth win of the season. And we, got, gotta, we, we gotta be determined, man. I can't help it that they got the best record in the NFC. It's not my fault. Oh my goodness. Jesus. Trey Flowers is a big guy, but you guys did a great job. <laughs> y'all are y'all are wrong, man. Seven three seven one oh two five. Keith is next on morning drive. Keith, you go ahead. Hey guys, uh, I got a couple observations, but I want to tell you my workout routine. Yes. Go ahead. I'm sixty four years old. I come home from work. I get in my recliner. I get up, I walk fifty seven feet, start <laughs> opening up the refrigerator. Start doing twelve ounce curls. Boy, boy, my man. I love it. <laughs> got to get those. Nah. Got to keep those pythons strong, baby. Hey, uh, my, my right one is real strong. <laughs> but I got a couple points here. Back during the preseason, I told my buddy, I said, "You wait and see. Logan Woodside is going to be our franchise quarterback. Maybe not this year, but next year." I, I got to. I got to say, Keith. Um, 100 points for originality and creativity. N- n- I haven't heard that take. Not from a single human. <laughs> not, a single, not a single human has said Logan Woodside will be the franchise quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. So, huge points, Keith, for creativity and originality. i got to tell you, though, man, that kick could really zip it around in August when you're wearing shorts and T-shirts. Hey, man, they need... I mean, he was really I'm good joking. at Toledo, yeah. right? Toledo. Is that where he played? He was a Mac guy. Yeah. yeah. Mac and cheese, or speaking of the Mac, do we have any Tuesday night action tonight? Mac, when does that no, start? Hey, App, App, listen, App State, Macadocious. I'm just gonna let Derek do Which as many Mac, Mac things. Bernie, Mac? Bernie Mac, Bernie Return Mac? of the Mac. Keep going. Return of the Mac. Okay, you done? Macadow. Mike McIntyre. Macintosh apples. Steve Mac. Which one is it? I, okay, are you done? <laughs> Coming up next, we're gonna get ready for a big time <laughs> hockey game tonight. Grab a nap, wake up late tonight, pour a coffee, and a 9 o'clock puck drop on 102.5 The Game. The Predators in Vegas to take on the Golden Knights. Our pal Chris Mason will join us to preview that game next on Morning Drive. 9.30 back in here on a Tuesday edition of Morning Drive. Nick Braden, D-Mace, Marquise with you. Big finish coming up 9.45 this morning. Uh, Chris Mason, Preds TV analyst, will join us hopefully at some point this segment. Of course, the Predators out west, so it's uh, about 7.30 Vegas time as the Preds take on the Golden Knights tonight. See, Mace might have... Uh, Got the Vegas flu. Have the Vegas flu? Might be asleep? Yeah, could be. It's team bonding, guys. Yeah, it's about the team yeah. bonding. Oh, him and Skillsy and uh, Lindsey Rowley, they were all hanging out at the uh, MGM Grand Pool yesterday. Willie was with him. And, yeah, Willie, they were playing... Uh, Living pickle, it up? They are playing pickleball. Ah, pickleball. W- Willie and C. Mace and uh, Hal and... I'm not, I'm not sure Pete pickleball, was out there. pickleball. That'd have been cool to see if uh, video Pete of it. was out there. And Pete was playing pickleball with him. You think that'd have been cool? I don't. I 
I yeah, I don't think Pete plays. I don't know who the fourth person was, but here's the here's the unfair thing. They had though. a doubles tennis uh-huh. match what, as well. What, why? That, that's the pickleball dude. Um, why is <laughs> my bad? <laughs> why is why why is it, why is it that Chris Mason uh-huh. and Hal Gill are on the same side? That seems unfair. That is totally unfair. To put the broadcasters on one side and put the two former NHL players on the other team. That, you, should, you should split up the NHL players if no, you're going to play. totally unfair. It, it would be like me and Braden against Marquise, and who else was trying to challenge us oh, in Cal- basketball? Calvin was yeah. trying to. It was Marquise and Calvin. It'd be they, a mismatch. Which they oh, still no, have I not. Think Marquise and Calvin would dominate y'all guys. Uh, you want to throw some uh, throw a couple bucks down there? <laughs> Hey, y'all underestimating Calvin. Y'all now. know I got that jump shot, right? I, I know Calvin's an athlete. You're underestimating, y'all, you're underestimating, y'all underestimating the size underestimating. of my ass, all right? You're underestimating. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are underestimating you a, old man's strength. An old man's strength is you never lost. Rick Mahorn on him. Dude, I will back I will back Calvin Smith down into the post so easy. I'll just be the little oh, little baby hooks, little baby hooks all game. And I'll just have Nick on the perimeter in case I need a jump shot knocked down. He's got the jump shot. Marquise is going to try to double because he's going to have to double. And I'm just going to kick it out to Nick, and he'll drop a few dimes out there. I'm like Woody Harrelson in White Man Can't Jump. Old when, man strength right here, baby. He, which part? The shooting. Uh, okay. He's got a good jump shot. Braden has seen it. You got to get it off. You got to get it off. Dude, I ain't worried. That's why I draw the defense in. I kick it out to Nick. He makes jumpers. Be up in your grill, man. So you can't get it off. Marquise, you you, you think you can? You think you can face guard the jump shot there on Nick Kale? Killer pump. You scared of Marquise? You scared Marquise? No. They would. Man, Calvin. I hit him with that Hakeem Olajuwon in the post. Calvin was straight up low post. You. Nick. No, that's Straight why up. I am guarding him. Have you him. seen, have you seen me, this wingspan over here? Dude, that's why I'm guarding I'm him. I will foul out before I allow <laughs> Calvin to post me up. I'll use all six. Yeah, that's not the... I, I am in the block. Calvin was straight up put you on the low. I'm, 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 I got Calvin on this. Okay. One. Calvin is a very good athlete. Sneaky yeah, good athlete. Like I, got, he, I got out. He claims he, he claims he can dunk. I he, think he can. He claims he can dunk. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I'm not you know what, okay. No, but I'm still going to knock him around speaking in the blocks. He's not going to come of, in there and get free changed in speaking there. Speaking of dunking, this, this, this is one of the, one of the enjoyments of being a dad. As as you start to get a little older and your son start to kind of creep, creep up, yeah, dunking on mom too, and your son starts to creep up and hide, and he starts to you know fill himself a little bit. So you checked yeah, him, didn't you? No, no, it wasn't me. I, I didn't check him. So you know, my son, you know, he he loves to, yeah, he he's, he his affirmation is, you know, he likes to he likes for you know his thing is is is. Congratulate him, or what do they call it? Um, positive reinforcement. Yeah, positive reinforcements is that's his one of his you know sort of the love language. They have the five love languages and whatever. You're going really and some deep people here. like uh, words of affirmation. That's what they're called, words of affirmation. And so my son, you know, he has sent his mom and I certain things about with him doing stuff or whatnot. So. He has been telling me he could dunk for the longest, and I just I just hadn't believed him. And he also tells me he can throw up two twenty five. I just don't believe Did him. Did you but tell him you didn't believe him on the dunking? No, I told you. He yeah, knows. Yeah. Like okay. I mean, like okay, dude, go to the gym with me. We can see Put you two throw plates up two twenty five. Let's see what you got. I think he can do it, but I'm still going to say he can <laughs> until he shows me. I think he can. So this weekend, well, last Friday, uh, he's texting his mom and I. So he sends a video of him in school because he stays after school. And he was he said, I dunked. So I'm thinking like, yeah, whatever. So he sends the video Ooh. of him dunking. Is it, I it, was so proud. Is to it see. real? No, it's real. 
I was so proud to see my son dunk. I know it's not a big accomplishment, but just to see your kid like my, my daughters will never like, dunk. So I dunked on a ten foot rim. It's like okay, that's, I see you. I see you, big fella. You know, you got a little hops on you. That's pretty good. You know, How tall is he? He's about five ten. If you can right dunk under me, if, right? If you can dunk under six foot, you're a pretty good athlete. Yeah. So he dunked. I was like, all right, I see you, big fella. You got you got a little hops to you. So he, but he sends the video of him dunking. Of course. I'm like, okay, I see. Now, can he can he throw up two plates? I don't know. I hadn't seen that yet. <laughs> he says he can, but I said until I see it, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm all not gonna I know, it. all I know is he he. Can, Those are the joys of he's, being he's a dad. A, he's a five ten teenager who can dunk, throw up two plates, and drives a Stang. He's got a good life. <laughs> he's got a good life right now. <laughs> I'm just saying he's uh, he's probably enjoying himself. Yeah, pretty much. Can so. he can he run a dig route? He can run a dig route. Can he catch? Yeah, he, oh, he, he catch. got hands. Yeah, he chose not to play, which I'm like, and, thank and, goodness. And mom is probably like, kick yeah, too. Oh, yeah, I'm like, thank goodness he decided not to play. When's the last time you hooped with him one on one? Oh, I dominate him. Was that, it like that scene? Thing. Was it like that scene on He Got Game when Denzel had to play I against Ray Allen for his freedom? Him a, I give him a low post, and I just, I just use my muscle line. Because I tell him, like, listen. That's what I'm telling you, you about me and Calvin. Up. I tell him, get, you, get your weight up, homie. Have you seen Calvin? I, know I haven't heard athlete, that in a long time, get your weight up. But yeah, he's so skinny. That's my thing. Like, yeah. I'm an old man's strength here where I can throw my weight around against him. That's exactly the reason I think I can beat Calvin in the post. Put him in low He's a better athlete than me who has far greater stamina. But I will just toss him around like a Ragdoll. Hit him with a couple of elbows. I will throw him around like, just a, like a little toy. And and he thinks he's going to come down in the blocks and dunk on me. Give get me your weight break. up, homie. Give me a, yeah, get your weight up, Calvin. <laughs> All right, Chris Mason, driven by Freeland Chevrolet, not with us here this morning. He's in Vegas, probably asleep, but I really can't blame him. Uh, can I complain about one thing? Yeah. So, Major League Baseball, and, and I've mentioned this to you guys off the air, so the St. Louis-Washington series, the NLCS, is a total mismatch right now. Cardinals are down 0-3. How many runs have the Cardinals scored in three two, games? Two, I think. One. One. Two. Yeah, uh, ridiculous. It's been terrible. But Yankees-Astros is by far the more appealing series on paper to start the series and has been by far the more competitive series. It's one game apiece. And the hottest pitcher on the planet currently is pitching for the Astros today. That, that game is a 3:08 first pitch central time on Fox Sports 1. The biggest brand in Major League Baseball, maybe the biggest brand in all of sports, and the Astros, who are the 2017 World Series champions, and probably the odds-on favorite to win the whole thing. In a huge Game 3. And that would be 1 o'clock Eastern time, or excuse me, 1 o'clock Pacific time, on a channel that probably a good 20% of America doesn't get. If you're Major League Baseball, what the hell are you doing? Uh, by putting the Yankees there, maybe you're boosting the ratings, actually. I. I don't have a problem. But the average with it. person working is not going to be able to see the game. I, I mean, how many average? I mean, the average guy that's watching not, baseball right now. Well, the average guy that works nine to five that's a baseball fan that yeah. you know lives for the playoffs in October. You're not going to be able to see it unless you take a day off of work. That, or I mean, that's just the last half. You know, the that's last. True. You know, five or six innings. I, I get it now. Personally, like like selfishly, I love afternoon sports and morning sports because of my schedule. So selfishly, I love three o'clock games. I think it's awesome. I'll, yeah, great for us. Yeah, it's great for us. Um, you know, it's also here's the other thing. If you are a kid, it's good for you because the 8 p.m. Eastern time start means that kids aren't going to see any. If you're a Yankees fan and you're eight years old living in New York, Boston, D.C., Baltimore, anywhere in the, in the, on, in the Eastern time zone, you're not going to see the end of the game because you can't stay up that late. So you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place on that. I, I, I understand what you're, where you're coming from, though. Um, but it is Yankees versus Garrett Cole, which is as big a matchup as you could possibly get right now. 
And so that that does need to be showcased. I'm glad that Eastern time-wise, most every kid will be out of school by 4, whatever, 4.50. What, what time do kids get out of school? 4 o'clock? 4.15? So the game will start after every Yankees fan in the Eastern time zone and the Central time zone largely have been out of school. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get to watch most of the game in the Eastern and Central time zone, which is, I, I'm guessing here, probably, what, 70% of the American population? But I mean, I, the majority of people live in the Eastern and Central time right. zones. So. But why would Fox not put the game on main Fox? Why would you put this on FS1? Because you want to grow FS1. I mean, that's the only reason I can think of. Yeah. I mean, if you, want, like, if you know you're going to get viewership because it's the Yankees and it's Garrett Cole, you know, maybe that's why you're doing that. Also, Cardinals is a big draw. Card- yeah. Cardinals are a big brand as well. And, you know, to have them, that game technically does start time zone-wise later, right? Like, they're in the central time zone versus New York is in the eastern time yeah, zone. Yeah, that game is a 7.05 first pitch on TBS. That's central time? Central. So that'd be an 8 o'clock start eastern if they switched them, mm-hmm. right? So the Yankees, so then, again, that's where you're going to complain about all the kids missing the end of the game, right? Mm-hmm. So you're kind of stuck between, between, between two options. I love it, though, because I'm going to watch both of them. All right. Big finish coming up next. Stay there. It's morning drive. We've had a big show. It is time for the Big Finish. We do it each and every day at 945 here on Morning Drive. And Braden Gall, the Big Finish, is brought to you by... Nashville Soccer Club. That's right. Inaugural season tickets for the MLS season starting next year are available now at NashvilleSC.com. Only one game left in the regular season. Only one point back of being an Eastern Conference champion if they can win this weekend. So, really cool stuff for Nashville SC. NashvilleSC.com for season tickets. Let's get to the Morning Drive Daily Rewind. And we welcome you into a Tuesday edition of Morning Drive, ESPN 1025, the game. But I'm just going to you know, t- kind of take a step back here, slide my chair on out, put my feet up, and <laughs> let my two cohorts go at it for the Gall Mason Bowl. I mean, I don't know what you can say. Be better, Detroit, you know. Green, Green Bay, 5-1. Stay, stay classy, Wisconsin. Five, stay classy. Five. Listen, the UP now belongs to us. We've beaten Central Michigan. We've beaten, oh, we've wow. beaten the Lions. We've beaten, uh, we've beaten Michigan State. We've beaten Michigan. Basically, the state of, state of Wisconsin has taken control of the Upper Peninsula. Stay classy, Wisconsin. Stay classy. Do you think anyone that listens to our show knows what the Upper Peninsula is? Exactly, no. The Upper Peninsula is a giant piece of land that's attached to Wisconsin but somehow got given to Michigan. Yeah, we took it. We, we just straight up took it. Well, we got it back this weekend <laughs> after beating everyone from the state of Michigan. Lost in all of this with the Packers being 5-1. and one. Matt LaFleur, now you look at this guy. 2017 with the Rams. 2019 with the Packers. You know, a stop with Nashville in between. I don't know. Personnel kind of matters, doesn't it? Yeah, but his post-game talk to the guys in the locker room was just the worst. He's not. Matt LaFleur? Yeah, he's not. He, he never should. He should never, ever say anything in front. Just a little boy? Yeah. Well, but he's, no, he's a, he's a, he's a calculator. Like, yeah, he's just calculators little, don't give good hey guys, speeches. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, we beat big was, guys. Was, we beat little guys. Yeah, that's, basically, right. that's basically how you want. We beat him in New England. We beat him anywhere. Let's get to this, because I thought Vrabel was completely out of line in, his, in his response to our very own uh, Jared Stillman. Take a listen. Here's Stillman asking a question to Titans head coach Mike Vrabel. Marcus has been to a Pro Bowl. He's been to the playoffs before you were hired. Since you've been hired, he's regressed to this point. Why? 
Guess I'm just not a very good coach, Jared. Vrabel is completely out of line there with that response. To me, Vrabel is showing a level of looking down upon the media, looking down upon the fan. It, 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 I get the sense he's got this Patriots arrogance to him. Like, Dimes, you always say, when you have skins on the wall, uh-huh. you can get away with more. Like, Mike Vrabel's got three skins on the wall as a player. He don't have a damn thing as a head coach. The Tennessee Titans official Twitter account tweeted out, Titans to decide between quarterbacks Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill. Decision coming in the next 24 hours. They put up a link to the story, picture a split-screen graphic of Marcus and Tannehill, which I, I, I find very odd, and I never really commented on it on Twitter, but I did see it. And then I saw in the replies... Delaney Walker, of all people, replies to the Tennessee Titans Twitter, and he says, LMAO, why would you post that? Hmm. And you wonder why the fan act the way they do. He's completely right. You made this thing act as if, you know, it's dun-dun-dun-dun, Marcus against Tannehill, dun-dun-dun-dun, when it's not that way. Titans to decide between quarterbacks Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill. Decision in the next 24 hours with a, with a very dramatic picture of both of them in the same photo. Looks like a main it, event picture. Yeah, like, that's what yes. I'm saying. It's like you're pitting two it's guys. promotional material. It's like you're pitting two guys to, uh, against one another. We welcome in our general manager, Floyd Reese. My gut tells me they're going to give Marcus another shot. And, you know, after sitting out, after the realization that he can be taken out for the first time in his career, probably, you know, it may be enough of a shakeup to to make a difference. Maybe it won't, but I think that's what they need to find out. The mission is still the same for them, unless... In their minds, they've said he can't do it. And if they're saying that, you know, he's not the guy, then, you know, they'll probably put Tannehill in and run with him and see what happens. But if they still think that Marcus has a prayer, then I think they'll go back to him and, you know, give him an opportunity to straighten it out. During the last commercial, I tweeted it would be. This is what I said on the air. I said it would be demoralizing to Titans fans if Vrabel sends Mariota back out there this week as a starter. Me personally, I have no interest in watching Marcus anymore. Give me Tannehill to confirm what I already know that he's not the guy either. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple, straightforward. Yeah, legit tweet, right? Zach says, "Why are you drawing a line in the sand? You have two quarterbacks. One is the guy for now. Why not try a positive approach instead of the constant Debbie Downer approach?" And my my, my response to that is, well. If you want fanboy rah-rah analysis, you can find it on social media, but you're not going to get it from me. Like, this is the truth. And you have two quarterbacks? No, you have you have zero. Yeah, you, <laughs> you think Vandy has two quarterbacks? They have no. zero. Well, Do the you, Vols have two quarterbacks? No, they have zero. No, you yeah, absolutely Two quarterbacks, right. zero. Until one guy just proves this season that it's my team and I'm going to win, then you have no quarterback. We have um, six quarterbacks in the state. Translation, we have zero. We have nothing. Are you guys dog or cat people? Dog. 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 I don't trust dog. cats. Yeah, no. Cats, me and cats. And, uh. I don't trust cats. Mike Leach, on the other hand, <laughs> he is Enough not. Said. He is a cat person. And here's his explanation why he is a cat person. Hmm. Uh, there's a definite difference. I've never been able to understand animosity towards a cat any more than like a squirrel or a hamster or something, you know. You know, you don't see somebody, I hate hamsters, or I hate squirrels, or I hate robins, you know. I mean, cat owners tend to be, from my experience, uh, more independent, a little more solo. I get if you're comparing hamster, cat, squirrel, but, like, I think people don't like squirrels either. I think people are kind of, like, anti-squirrel in general. 
In fact, I got a buddy who's got a really good squirrel killing trick for his yard. If you guys want me to share that with you one day, um, I, but I don't think we hate cats. I, I don't trust a cat. I think they're all Russian spies. Um, <laughs> but, but I think I just don't trust them. I don't hate them. I, don't, I just don't trust I them. I dislike cats. There is it, it. Does it make us simple and and easy that we appreciate the like sort of the blind loyalty of a dog? Is that is like I don't I don't want to have to work for my pet's affection. Let's just say there are the haves and then the have-nots of the world. <laughs> One man living life the way we all should. What's the what is it called? The acronym? I need to what look, is it? I oh, the to... CSPD. <laughs> yeah. Nick Braden in the CSPD here. Cool Springs Police Department? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. We'll clean that up for you. One cat's fun, two cats are twice as fun, so let's get 20 of them. Say I love crits. The creeps. Oh, I man. The creeps. Are those those really thin pancakes, man? They got some cheese and fruit on them? I wish I could crawl right up in there and eat my way out. Jesus. We watched that whole oh, skit during the man. break. Just how about you say, I love very thin pancakes? There you go. With sugar. <laughs> What's his face? His buddy. Would be a serial killer like Nick. Who's the. Who's Just the, butter. Who, who, John. John. Wayne, what's the guy's name? What's the actor's name? The, oh. the guy from Step Brothers who's bus buddies with Will Ferrell and like all John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yeah. And he, he looks, he leans in. And he's like, he's like, hey man, I'm just just between you and me, just us guys here. But he's giving you a pretty good out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to get your arm broken. You, he's giving you a pretty good out here. Just See, say, just say that you like the really thin pancakes. He said, like the Liberty Bell, man, that crack. I ain't mm-hmm. gonna crack. <laughs> yeah, man, that scene is so good. All right, boys, quickly before we get out of here and hand it off to Darren, Donick, and Chase, Vegas tonight and the Predators in Las Vegas. Uh, 9 o'clock puck drop on 102.5 the game. Vegas is a minus 140 favorite. Mm. Uh, not too often the Preds are underdogs. They are plus 125 tonight. Uh, you get a little value on the Preds. I might have to give out my first Predators spread lock of the year. I kind of oh, like Nashville ooh, tonight. Ooh, you like this one? Bouncing this is, back after the L.A. performance. You like it outright? Two of the top four scoring teams in the NHL, yeah. so should be lots of fireworks, lots of tempo, both up and down the ice. Should be a lot of fun. The question is, what does the defense look like at the end of the night? Mm-hmm. Must be better than it was against Los Angeles. We will certainly have full reaction tomorrow right out of the gate on this show. Uh, and we will have uh, plenty of thoughts on tonight's game. Hopefully you can stay up to make it because it probably won't end until close to 1130. D, how much baseball are you watching today? Um, zero. That's so sad. I'm, I just feel sad for that's you. Get, tell me when the World Series, and then I'll watch it. This, this, Seventh Stros- game of the World Stros- Series. and Astros is the World Series. No, it's not the World Series. No, no. I'm, what I'm saying is, is that whatever happens in the World Series will not be as good as what you're going to watch in the Yankees-Astros series. I know. They're the best two I, teams. I, that's all I want to see You the have the World best series. pitcher on the planet going against the best lineup in the, on the planet tonight in Yankee Stadium. Game three. It, it's awesome. You should will, watch it. Will they actually play the World Series in prime time, or will it be a, a 2-15 first pitch? If there's a call, tell me to watch when there's a. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to. This is a huge. You should watch Gary. I mean, you know, God forbid Fox preempt Judge Judy. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, I'm watching HGTV. Hey, Yankees and uh, Nationals coming up on Fox Sports (laughs) Seven. Please watch Gary Cole. First pitch at eleven a.m. Baby. Good lord. Chip and Joanna suck. No, they don't. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't like shiplap. I'm sorry. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Darren, Donick, and Chase, they are coming up next. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. We will talk to you bright and early tomorrow morning. Predators and the Golden Knights. Calling it now. Predators with the outright upset. Whoa. Mm. See you tomorrow. All right. Bailey DJ Nashville. I love you.